riding the seat, working as a company officer, or being a direct supervisor, what can we do to instill some trust and some accountability and just enjoy that role, that responsibility, that, that task, that job, and even that title? Welcome back to another episode of EMS Insight. I'm Tim Nowak here. And uh, with the revisit of my publication, The EMS Director, one of the articles I, I, I dug into a little bit was, was entitled Writing the Seat. And what I did there was reflect over the past few years that I had the opportunity to work as an acting company officer uh, within a fire-based EMS system, uh, particularly on an ambulance company. Uh, and even more into the issue, I, I go into some of the lessons learned that I, that I got from the fire service. Uh, but particularly to riding the seat, to working as a company officer, I, I always had, I guess, three simple rules as a company officer. And I think there's certainly things that can instill and, and roll over to others that work in that supervisor, crew chief, or lead paramedic function. So some of the things that I instilled, and, and by all means, I, I had my own little quirks as a company officer and as a paramedic, as a provider, uh, but something that I had always remained consistent in was when I was tasked, when I was assigned as a as a lieutenant on an ambulance, as a company officer, uh, little rules or simple rules that I had that I expected not only my partners to follow, but that I would follow myself. Uh, and, and part of this is something that I'll go more in detail on uh, with a training program I'm developing called the EMS Company Officer Development. But specific to this article, three simple rules as a company officer. First one is do the first report. Uh, whenever I had a new partner, it seemed like the, the always beginning joke, the beginning task or question, the big question was was who's going to do the first report. Uh, first report. And, uh, you know, sometimes you lucked out where your entire day you, you lucked out and you just got the releases or the very simple ones uh, or the BLS-oriented transports. Uh, other days it seemed like you just got hammered and pounded and got long, lengthy reports with a lot of ALS interventions. Um, but one thing I always tried to push and, and always instilled for myself was do the first report. So as that company officer, I eliminated the, the big question of the day and just took responsibility right off the bat and held to it where I was fortunate working in a dual paramedic system. Uh, so my partner and I would just flip-flop back and forth. And if the day ended on seven calls versus six, then I just ended up having more reports. Uh, but doing that first report, uh, I think, helped to build a little bit of character and a relationship between the two of us where I was willing to do the extra work. Uh, even though I wasn't getting paid extra, I was willing to do the extra work and take that extra step because I felt the responsibility and was holding myself accountable toward it. So doing the first report, I think, can go a long way into just building that rapport of how you are going to be a leader as a company officer or as a, a supervisor. Uh, something else that I always focused on was to be on the same page as my partner. I always emphasized that I would not give a medication or do a, an impactful procedure without telling my partner, and I would expect the same thing in return. Whether that was an EMT partner or a paramedic, uh, I would always consult with them first. 
Uh, whether that meant I was going to give some pain medicine or give aspirin to this uh, seemingly cardiac chest pain. Um, if I was going to give oxygen or increase the levels, I would just tell my partner, even if it was an EMT driving up front, I would let them know that, you know, this person, their, their SpO2 is not maintaining very well. I'm hearing much more pronounced lung sounds. I'm going to upgrade them to CPAP. Any questions or any, any objections to that? Um, and would at least get their feedback or keep them in the loop so that they knew when they came to the back of the ambulance to help me unload the patient, there weren't any questions or surprises as to how the situation or the, the patient's care and treatment progressed or digressed. So I always try to keep them on the same page and likewise too, expected the same thing in return. The third simple rule that I had as a company officer was just promoting safety. Um, it, it's, it's very unfortunate within our industry that we aren't very safe in the back of the ambulance. Uh, many times providers don't wear seatbelts or they improperly, uh, secure the patient. And it's not malicious by any means, but it's just lackluster and, and sometimes, um, just not to the full extent of what we could do. I worked in a system where I was literally the only person that used the over-the-shoulder uh, four-point harnesses on the on the uh, the cot, and and so as a company officer, it was my expectation that I would use the four-point harness, but that I would also require that of my partner as well. And if they didn't use it, then just simply justify why not. And I mean, by all means, I, I didn't scold them, and I didn't go to the principal's office when there was an issue with that, but that was my expectation. And since I lived up to it and I showed them by example that I was doing it too and following my own rules, showed them how easy it was to do, they likely followed along with it. And so I help, uh, I think I helped to transition some of their mindset uh, and shift their own paradigm into focusing more on safety. So really, again, three simple rules that you can do as a company officer and those were all things that I felt that were my responsibility when I was riding the seat, when I was acting in that supervisor or company officer role. And the same thing could follow suit whether you're a lieutenant or a captain on a fire engine or a ladder company or even on the ambulance. Are you the supervisor, the lead paramedic, whatever the title is, ha have a couple ground rules and make sure they're well communicated with your other crew members. Uh, but most importantly, make sure that you follow them. And I think a key element to that is that th these little rules or any other rules that you might have simply can't just be dropped on to someone else. Uh, you need to show for a while building up that these are your expectations and these are the expectations that you are going to follow and live up to. And then later on as you get into it and people see that you're actually serious about this, then you can start to instill them on others. Um, and, and what was what was unique and what was kind of gratifying in this sense was that when I had the opportunity to start to uh, somewhat mentor other younger providers too, I, I would allow them the opportunity to ride the seat uh, in their own capacity, uh, well knowing that I was right there next to them. And if they had any questions or if they were uncomfortable, just just let me know and we'll work through it. But when I had that opportunity to uh, to put them in that in that position and put them on the seat, they they seem to share and continue on with the same uh, the same little rules, and that that was nice to see. 
Uh, it shows me that, that it actually meant something, that they learned something from it. Uh, but not only that, they, they bought into it. And, and I think that starting small and showing that I, too, was going to follow the rules uh, that I was making went a long way. So here you go. Three simple rules as a company officer. Do the first report. Make sure that everyone's on the same page. And then promote safety. So once again, I'm here uh, with EMS Insight, Tim Nowak. And uh, yeah, if, if you like what you hear, uh, please encourage others to subscribe, uh, to listen in. Uh, if you are interested in getting this kind of in the paper version, uh, my publication, The EMS Director, is just going out the, uh, out the door for mailboxes uh, today. I've got a couple left over. Otherwise, the next uh, quarterly issue will be coming out with uh, April, May, and then June. So somewhere in that time frame, uh, the, the second quarter of the publication will come out. Uh, so if you, have any, if you have any questions related to anything uh, EMS or podcast-wise, uh, article-wise, shoot me an email, insight at emergencymedicalsolutionsllc.com. And uh, I'll see you next week. Stay safe.